This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, our number three already. All right, we're going to open phone lines up. If you care to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Outdoor-related, though, you know. It's uh, hunting, fishing, whatever you want to talk about outdoor-related. We'll leave all the the hard stuff for everybody else <laughs> to discuss. But uh, call us at 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, you get in these conversations with guys that have been doing this all their lives, and and you have as well, and it uh, brings up a lot of fine, fine and fond memories of past, you know, hunts and fishing trips and everything else. That that uh, that's that's so cool to talk about because you you know a lot of things that you have in the back of your mind that you don't uh, normally think of. It uh, it sparks that memory, and you can go back in time and and uh, just put put it all together. It all correlates. It's pretty cool, and uh, love him hunting stories and fishing stories. All right, well let's uh, get to our phone lines real quick. And oh, by the way, in the second segment we're gonna have I'm gonna uh, punch up Bink Grimes. We're gonna get a hold of him. He'll be in the duck blind, and it's already. Fixing to be shooting time, so maybe we'll hear some good volleys and some good good duck talk there for that second segment. All right, first up this morning on the call call list here is uh, Rick Bice. Rick, good morning. What's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's happening? Oh, man, just driving in the fog. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, it's been kind of tough for over the weekend. Um, I've been watching feeders since Thursday, well, yeah, Thursday, and these deer are coming around them feeders. They're not really working them, but they're doing it right when you can't see them. Yeah. But, um, you know, I get all these people, especially by the day I'd be really bad, and, you know, they spend all this money on these ranches, and, you know, I, I, 
I usually sold them to them and, and I and I help them a little bit. And they're like, man, spend a fortune out here, and we got all these deer on all these cameras for all, all year long, and you know, we're out here hunting and, and we aren't seeing any. And, and I, I think there's some reasons why we're not seeing a lot right now. I think you know it's obviously different parts of Texas is just the deer do the different things at different times, but. I think in our greater geographical area, I'm going to call all of the coastal and post oak savanna area, that I think we have a above normal acorn crop. And you put some corn in an acorn in, in a bucket next to each other, deer's going for that corn. I mean, that acorn. Okay. Right. But here's the other observation that people, you know, people are going, man, I'm just, I got them, but I'm just, I can't find them. I can't, I don't know where they're at. Well, it's urban sprawl all the way out, you know, 250 miles from here. And, and uh, call it the Houston market. You know, then you get into a Dallas market, et cetera, et cetera. But you take a thousand acre ranch and, you know, a guy buys 300 acres like this guy has. And I told him, I said, Donnie, I said, you got 300 acres. You've gone in and you've put 12 food plots in there for your ag exemption. 12. And I said, you ought to have 12. You should have one yeah. right in the middle and big. And concentrate them deer. I mean, them deer could be at any one of those food plots, you know, 200 yards yeah, from and you, you and you'd never know. At once. That's right. You know, you got to concentrate the deer. Don't put 15 feeders out there on 300 acres. I know you like pictures and all of that. You know, you need about three feeders, to be honest. That's it, total. Fair yeah, and, I mean, that's And, you know, with the, with the right rains we had at the right time in certain areas of the state this year, that, you know, that's going to be a problem early in the season with uh, trying to get deer to come to a feeder. You know, Blaine's seeing that. He's got all the good foliage and nutrients otherwise that they'd rather have to eat. Corn's really just candy to these deer. It, uh, well, it's carbohydrates, and they really are not looking for carbohydrates until they no, can't find anything to eat and they're really and hungry. Yes. Yeah, they'll come nibble on it and this and that. You know, they'll come every morning in the summer and say, oh, boy, I got it. You know, this, I got these deer. Well, uh, you let these food plots hit. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of factors, but I, I think what I'm, of course, I've been seeing it for years. I knew this was all kind of coming to a head. Got to it is people are overdoing it. And I, I would cut way back myself for next year, but because right. you've got them, you got them deer spread out. So, and I'm not seeing any, you know, I sent you that one picture of that really good buck. And uh, that was my nephew, and you know he listened nice to me and everything. Yeah, it was. He, Very you know, nice. He's done everything I told him to do for the last five years. Now he's got about six of them deer there. Yeah. And you know I told him go ahead and take one this weekend. Anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's a. Uh, and I'm not I'm not a wildlife biologist or anything like that. I'm just using common sense here. Um, but I, I would just, you know, I think around Thanksgiving, the, 
you know, the, the, the internet pictures start popping us pretty hard. Yeah. And uh, so people are going, man, I, I'm just not seeing anybody sending me any pictures. Well, that's because the, they're not they're not seeing the deer. It's yeah, not that they're not there. It's just open anyway. That's all. I just want to throw that out there. I just right, I Rick. like the interesting stuff. Have a good one, Mickey. We'll see you. Will do. See you, man. All Later. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Next up, let's go to Richard. Richard, good good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Hey, how you doing, Captain? Hey, fine. How are you, Richard? This thing. After after fishing in Galveston. How is the fishing in Galveston? You see, it's good. It's really good right now. A lot going on. Uh, a lot of redfish being caught. Uh, you know, whether you're looking for slot reds or bull reds, even a lot of undersizers. Good redfish populations are real. Real good right mm-hmm. now, and uh, as far as do trout, there's a lot. What, sir? Do, 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 you have, do, do you have the hammer telephone number? The hammer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. Where's my sheet at? It's faster than looking at my phone. Let's see. Here's the hammer's number. You got something to write it down with? Hello. Yes, sir. 713 713-208-0683. 83 0683 Okay, thank you. Thank you, Captain. All right. Later. All right. Hammer. That's his phone number. Well, we're going to we're going to go ahead and get this break started and uh we'll come back after the break. We'll get Bink Grimes punched up and we'll see what's going on live from from the blind this morning. But first, I need to take a minute to tell everybody about Onyx PFDs. You know, approximately 70% of all fatal boating accident victims, well, they drown. And out of that 70%, 87% of them were not wearing a personal flotation device. PFD, it's like wearing a seatbelt. It's the biggest safety feature that is proven to save your life. And Onyx AM24, that's the one I wear. I like it. It's very comfortable. And... uh on its inflation rate, it's comfortable, you know, convertible from automatic to manual or even manual only inflation. It has a low profile design. It keeps you comfortable in hot weather and it has a soft neoprene neckline. It won't rub you raw when you're moving from spot to spot, especially in rough water. The durable ripstop fabric resists tears and punctures. Inflatable PFDs are not recommended for children and non swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of com- flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com, or you can check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should, too. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio 610 presents... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 617 here in the Bayou City on this open line Sunday. Now let's head uh, let's head down to the duck blind in the field. Check in live with Captain Bink Grimes. See what he's up to this morning. Hey, Bink, what's happening? There it is. We shall on, listen. How's things going? Good. How you doing, bud? Man, we're good. We've already popped a hot one or two, I believe. There you go. It, it's, they're not. They're not. Uh, yesterday they didn't. They didn't move right at sunrise. I mean, right at right early. But man, they're starting to now. It oh, was that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I got teal everywhere. Go ahead. Do your thing, man. Yesterday was pretty, uh, was pretty sporty. Was it for just about everybody? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a really, really, really good. You know, for uh, the only thing you didn't have, you didn't have a whole lot of wind yesterday, and uh, and man, they decoyed. They didn't, they didn't decoy as you know as well as you wanted them to. Hold on. Sure. The funny thing about opening morning yesterday is the Spoonies did not want you for some reason. I mean, they'd be coming and cupped up and and just, no, nope, I don't want it. And how many times well, have you seen that? educated Spoonies. <laughs> I guess. Like they've been hunted for like a month. Boy. <laughs> At least the ones here on the coast did. And I know a bunch of them on the, on the prairie uh, put the whack on them. But, uh, but even right. but our spoonies that were coming at us, man, they was like, "What in the world?" And we're looking around, what? and then and then the, and then you decoy twelve pintails on the next, you know, round. You're going, "What in the world's going on here?" You know, can't decoy right. a spoonie, but decoy a bunch <laughs> of bull spray. You know, <laughs> the mysteries of duck hunting. Well, it's calm again this morning, isn't it? It's dead calm oh, this way. Yeah, it's not a breath of wind. That's it. We've already. We're set up. We're kind of. That's a, why you're kind of quiet on that call and a lot of whistle when it's yes. uh, calm like that. Man, a lot of people whistle. they'll get on that high ball and just blow ducks out, man. Yeah. Oh, coming at us. Yeah. The uh, the biggest conservation tool for a duck hunter for ducks is a is a duck call that cannot be used properly or too much. So <laughs> less is more in this game. It's about location. Location a lot of times. Not right. don't. I mean, the duck call has a has a place. Don't get me wrong, but sucking it up and uh, and swallowing it at times has also got a place. 
you know. So I was on but, the duck yeah. hunt one time. If this guy, you know, and that that's pretty much an insult to the guys. You got some guy that books you, and they show up with all these calls around their neck, like they're gad about Gaddis or whatever, and they start highballing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. A Daffy Duck cartoon sounds better than that. It's just embarrassing. Exactly right. And I, I yeah. watched a, a guy, I won't name his name. He said, hey. Get Lord. ready. Yeah, go oh. ahead. Straight up. You going to get ready. Coming at you. Ready, Joe. You going to cut him. Cut him now, buddy. Cut him, cut him, cut him. That was a bunch of uh, green wings. Green wings? I heard three yeah. shots. Did anything fall? Oh, yeah. It fell. Okay. We got a veteran in here, buddy. Do you? <laughs> oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. He helps with me a lot. Yeah. The, uh, it, and those ducks right there wanted to be out in the middle of the, you know, wanted to be out in the middle uh, away from us. And you just, you know, you, you just kind of. Kind of got to hit them just a little bit, just to give them a, and and they swing around and, but they 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 want to be out in that middle right now, uh, without without any uh, I mean there's not a breath of wind. Well, not it's so calm. I, you know, and and people don't realize when you get those ponds real calm like that, they see their reflection in them and it uh, flares them a lot of times. They do. It's it, 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 a lot of people think that, you know the the first thirty minutes of light is uh is the magic and it is a lot of times but man those, de those birds decoy a whole lot better when that sun gets up and and all those shadows uh you know start forming on the hunters where they're and uh another one right here right here you gonna cut him And yeah, we're not all calling that pintails. You hear I'm, I'm, I'm blowing a, a pintail whistle, but that's a confidence. All these, all these birds go together, man. And, and say here, right? There's a big, you know, for people that don't know, the people that that do, you know, I'm telling them, I'm preaching to the choir. But for folks out there that don't duck kind of a whole lot, you know, you, you, the whistle is, the whistle is, uh, especially in our marsh, especially after it's been hunted a while, uh, is a is a tool, you know, all you're well, trying to do yes, is it, give them confidence. It, it really is. And it, it, and, and you don't blow your ducks out with it. You know, it's, uh, you know, you got whistling ducks, you got quacking ducks. I mean, Hey, yeah. It, uh, you know, the high ball, that's really, you know, that's your, that's old Susie, your mallard. That's old Susie. Yeah. And, yeah. And it has its place at times way out. You know, I don't usually high ball it. At ducks unless no they're once they're breaking in yeah. they're committing over the decoys you can leave it alone maybe a little feed chuckle a little bit little and you know, whistle yep. but yep there's a lot of green wings right now too early uh yeah it is kind of early for green wings uh i mean we, we'll kill them but but you know shoot them early but uh but there's just there's an overabundance of them I, for yeah, me. When you anyway. get a lot of them, you think it had to do with that strong front, I guess. Yeah, 
Maybe had to a be. lot of them rode in on it. Had to be. Like, like yeah. I said, I, we're, we're seeing a big – there was a whole lot of uh, – from all my buddies around the uh, on the prairie and everything, too, there was a whole lot of widgeon shot yesterday, man. And, and you never yeah. – you can't – them, man, some years – I haven't seen this many widgeon in four or five years, and then you remember that year that, that we had so many of them, you know, four or five years ago because we all like – we all like the old ball pates, you know. We love shooting them, oh, and they, and they really love the <laughs> You know, they, you, you ducks I ever had was on Trinity Bay. We had thirty six widgeons, all Ooh. all drakes. God, it was cool. I mean, that's you all that whistle, came in. You hit a whistle on a on a widgeon, and you look like Kirk Gowdy. You know, uh, yeah, sound yeah. like Kirk Gowdy. You know, <laughs> coming at us right here. He's low, Joe. He's below the horizon. Right. Yeah, stuff's just mingling Wild around. There's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of ducks uh, yesterday that came from the bay late. Uh, I mean, just looked like dots in the sky. And then they just, uh, well, as we were pulling out of here yesterday, they just started littering this gosh, you know, just filling it up. And, mm. uh, and it's got to do with the moon. People don't understand, man. Those ducks fly on that moon just like those fish uh those fish sure. bite on that moon, you know? They don't, and just like those deer move on that moon, you know? It's the same. I look at that moon for, uh, I look at that moon for, for hunting, uh, just as much as I do fishing, especially on a bright one, because, man, you, if you got a minor, you know, you're going to have a, you're going to have a little flight early and, and, you know, up front. Oh, yeah. Got a big group of teal coming this way. There you go. Bring them in. <laughs> Put them on the deck. Yeah, I don't want them on do yet. I think I'll decoy a little bit better when that sun comes up. Yeah, they they're not cooperating. Seen that you know, a lot early. Yeah, yesterday, uh you know, uh I didn't see a of course, I was out of here by nine o'clock, but I didn't uh, see a tenth of the ducks I've been seeing. They hadn't gone anywhere, but mm -hmm. uh, I guess I've been fishing and then scouting, uh, you know, closer to noon or one o'clock just to see. And I guess they're filling this thing up uh, a little later. And it kind of, kind of was true to form yesterday. We didn't didn't see the early movement, kind of like this morning. And then here they come. But yeah, those guys up on the prairie did did uh, had had some smoking smoking shoots up in. Colorado County, Ocampo, Wharton, mm -hmm. all that, uh, all those moist, moist soil units. Are, you know, our our bays down here are uh, so hyper saline right now, so so salty, salty, salty. But man, the bay hunters did really, really well yesterday, and and, and typically the last same four, over five here. Years. It sounded like yeah. more in the back of Trinity Bay, man. A lot of widgeons killed over this way yesterday. Doc, uh, Doc sent me a picture yesterday, and. Uh, they got him, you know, I got him in like 30 minutes, but he had like 16 green wings. He said, we, he, he said, we, he said, uh, we, uh, they had 16 green wings and, uh, and they didn't give the big ducks time to work. And he said, when they were pulling out, there was, there was a bunch of big ducks too, but a bunch of widgeon, you know? Yeah. Big, big ducks are always later. Always. always I used to hang around for those nine and 10 o'clock flights of bull sprigs, man. Mm-hmm. Well, with that bay, uh, all that hard, salty water, those uh, breasts are going to get real rusty on them pintails this year. They sure are. 
Well, I, I think we got a little. I think we got a little rain forecast a little later in the week, don't we? I'm hoping. Yeah, a little bit. I yeah, freshen it up, freshen this sucker up a little bit. We could it, use some, buddy. Weaken okay. it up. Mm-hmm. Right here, Joe. Right here, up front. Here we go. Right here. Coming at you. Another group coming right behind them. Getting busy. Break in, break in exactly right. Coming behind it, coming behind man. That's that same button. We're supposed to kill them behind us. Get ready and shoot these suckers. Cut them, Joe. Cut them, Joe. Cut them, Joe. Those things did exactly. I mean, <laughs> you set up. We're kind of set up in a. In a in a donut, and you're set up looking with your with your uh, back to the sun with no wind. They circle you, go out about 300 yards. Said, "Ah, oh, you think you lose them? They come back, and they decoy right behind you. You know, have to turn around. Another group right behind you, Joe. In the decoy, cut them, cut them, cut them. Oh, <laughs> Big Joe knocked out three with one shot on that one. How about that? That's that's cutting a <laughs> that's hole. That's pretty bro. good. That's pretty good. And another one just went down. Got there a gimp. you go. Those were all green wings. Well, right here, that's right awesome. Here. You got more? Man, 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 yeah, you don't need any. You don't need any ratings help already. The show's already good, but that's pretty good radio there. Yeah, that's huh? pretty good right there. That's uh. <laughs> That's a, people like hearing that, and I do too. Of course, I'm gonna get to experience some of that in the morning. I can't wait to get wet and go do it, man. You going in the morning? Yes, going in the morning. You I'm and uh, hunt with my old redfish cup partner Wayne Webb in the morning. The oh, banker. are you? How yeah. Good. You yeah, and uh, you and James ought to ought to ease on down here with me in the next uh, before it's all over. With heck, it's a gentleman's hunt. We come out. We've got uh. I mean, we're hunting a marsh, you know, and we're, uh, but we've got, uh, those Can-Ams with, uh, with, uh, Tri- tracks on them. Yeah. We go right to the, yeah, it's a, we get in well, there, there with them go. and they don't even know here. <laughs> you have a good time. It's All a, right, Bink. Well, it, I got to bail out of here, buddy. Uh, give them a number. If somebody wants to call you about doing a hunt or a casting blast or what have you this year. All right. Yeah. Uh, Matagorda Sunrise Lodge.com, 979-241-1705. All right, and, buddy. Uh, We'll try to take care of you. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks from the field, okay. man. That was good radio. See you, buddy. See you later. All right. That's Captain Bink Grimes. 
Live from the blind this morning. Well, I need to take a minute and tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. You know, from their tanks to your your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have all their bottles on display, plus all their regulators, diffusers. And if you need more info on it, call Jason at 409, or actually 281-701-8107. And while you're there, check out all their wild-caught Gulf seafood. If you're looking for really fresh shrimp at good prices, you can't beat it at Boyd's. Boyd'sOneStop.com, 409-945-4001. Please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. Final segment already. It's incredible how time's flown by. And uh, appreciate all the nice texts. A lot of people enjoyed that little segment right there with Bink, the duck hunting deal. All right. Only here at the outdoor show. Nothing like it. 637 here in the Bayou City. And uh, let's get to our phone lines. Let's go to Mr. Roy Simmons, Richland Chambers Reservoir, right in the great state of Texas. And his Texas Rangers killed my Astros this year. All right, Royce, no, we, what's up, buddy? I don't want to hear well, too much. Don't rub it in too much. Oh, no, no. No gloating. I didn't have anything <laughs> to do with it other than rooting them on. That was one heck of a series and a, and a World was. Series. It was. Uh, it's very interesting. That's You know, it's funny how we went into Arizona and swept them the last three games of the season. And, right. And then it just had our way with the Rangers all year, basically. And uh, boy, that was some good baseball. It, uh, I enjoy it. I just, I just love the game anyway. I always have. I grew up playing it, and it was a big part of my life growing up. I just can't get rid of yep. it. Can't shake it. It's so much better than spring some of that training bad. now, brother. Take <laughs> 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 take a few weeks off. Hey, how cool is that? <laughs> I mean, the the interstate rivalry like that between the Rangers and Astros. Now that's uh, next year is going to be even better. You know, they they had a parade for them on Friday. You know, something like that's pulled together real short notice. And I, mm-hmm. I I was listening and I saw on TV. I don't know how much they were exaggerating, but. Uh, they said they expected a hundred thousand people, and the crowd was estimated to be five hundred thousand plus. I My mean, those gosh. folks loved their Rangers. <laughs> you know, they had their parade, and they took them down to the ballpark of a uh, lot, and had their speeches and their you know pats on the right. back, and it was just it's just awesome. So, uh, a good conclusion to a, a really wild and uh, I, I wouldn't have believed it type of season. So, you know, is what it is. Get ready for next year. Well, I got, I, I, I got some studs on that team, man, and uh, oh, you know man. they spent a lot of money to get where they're at, and it it paid off. I, yeah. <laughs> it didn't pay off so I, good for the New York Mets and the New York Yankees, who probably spent the most, but uh, hey, it did I, for the Rangers. I tell you what, they've got a couple of those young guns under long term contracts, and got their yeah. you know their stable stable guys are are in the stable for a while if they can. 
you know, injuries play such a big part in it, but they overcame that. So it's just kind of a miracle type season. So we'll enjoy it while we can. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna tell you, man, uh, after the, the cool front and some much needed rain, our lake came up about a foot, still about two Good. foot low, but not you know, that's that's no problem. But golly am I seeing a lot of ducks going up the creek. Well, uh, there there you got water, man. I mean it's you yeah. know, it's just been so dry the entire yep. country and uh man, they if you got water you got ducks. Well, I, I was wondering on Saturday, I was hearing some shooting, but it wasn't like duck hunting you know, over in the management area. I'm assuming it was some deer hunters in the you know, well, the it was surrounding area. Youth, youth, you know, youth season open last. Maybe you know, that's what they it had was. That youth weekend and Veterans Weekend. That that's really I, I great. I forgot doing about that. that. For the veterans. And uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, super. Well, I don't know. Uh, it looks like I saw as many, and they weren't, you know, all teal and stuff. There were big ducks coming through. Right. And, uh, of course, e- everything started to come through after that really good cold front shot, or, or pelicans, or cormorants, or gulls, and all that. So uh, we're, we're hanging in there right now doing catfishing, and it can best be described as a, a catching report instead of a fishing report. It's just going crazy <laughs> with the... Uh, uh, eater size fish, but this is a time of the year that water temp cooled down to about sixty three, sixty four. Uh, we're hooking a big fish or two and getting a you know Kodak moment and releasing the biggies. But uh, if folks are wanting to fill that freezer, uh, now's the time to do it. All winter long, it's just good on RC with the the blues and the channels. So it's it's been good. So, yeah, y'all got a good mix. Y'all kind of fifty fifty at home on a trip catch pretty much the same amount of each species, blues and channels? It varies just a little bit in that we had been up until this cool front fishing 20-foot to 30-foot water and more blues than channels. Right. And I've got an area that once once the cormorants come back and the water temp cools and the baits made it up there, we moved to, to 15-foot water. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we got our trips in, and uh, it was about 75, 80% channels, but they were really good channels. You'd, I bet we didn't have on all three trips a dozen throwbacks. They were legitimate, really good, you know, Dang. pound to two to three pound channels, which are, I, I have a little uh, preference for a channel over a blue for eating. I do, too. But, uh, I'd rather have a, a, a channel in a blue. But uh, it's it's been good and uh, has just now kicked in going from good to, I won't call it great yet because we're not into the really big fish, but, again, the big fish are more kind of a a bonus, you know, because we usually just take a picture and release them anyhow. Right. So, Those are your baby makers. Exactly. I, I know you got people holding. That was an no, interesting good, little man. segment. I've only got one other guy. Well, I, 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 I wanted to gloat just a little bit, but you know, uh, no, uh you got it, reason to, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, yeah, at least it, we got it, beat by the best, you know, and the, the, that team was playing the best and, uh, you know, Arizona, they were a scrappy little young club. I, you know, I enjoyed watching them. They got some players I I like following there. Those young wasn't guys. Wasn't that a like bunch of young and, Yeah. You know, oh, that young Alec guns. Thomas, that guy in, uh, that played center field, he's right. young. Uh, he played for Texas Tech, and uh, yep. he's a heck of I mean, those two guys are just fast, super fast. Yeah, they, Man, they can run the bases. 
I, I just didn't keep up with much other than the Rangers the last few years. And then in the latter part of this season, you know, of course, when the playoffs started, you learn all those players that you hadn't been paying attention to. But I was impressed with the, the – they, that's a young club. If they can keep that together in Arizona, they'll be a contender for sure. a while. So, yeah, they can. Uh, and it's uh, – you know, it was a, it was a fun, fun series to watch, and you know, I was real familiar with all the Rangers players because we play them so much during the regular season. And yep, and we're sitting here holding the silver boot, but we lost the big prize <laughs> because of those rascals. Oh uh, well, that, they can uh, <laughs> they can cry in that boot. <laughs> but at least oh, it went seven games. You know, that was. We had a chance. We just blew it. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I lost hope so many times over a playoff series, <laughs> you know, of starting in, in Florida there. But, uh, you know, he, 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 no, it didn't really start in Florida. It started the last game of the season when we lost the division to the Strohs, you know, by a right. one none, one none game in Seattle. But, you know, you just, uh, it's kind of that you know, old people thing. People don't realize what a division race that was between Seattle and Texas and Houston. That was that was oh, awesome. That's went good. down to the That's last game. Yeah, it is. White last game and a one nothing. You know. Yeah, Just, a one uh, nothing game. We beat Arizona one to nothing. <laughs> but you know what? The old saying: When you're hot, you're hot, man. If you get hot at the right time, it just all falls together, doesn't it? <laughs> That's it. And you know that Baltimore team—that was something to you know that I watched oh. a lot of games with them this year, and they were really good. And they just they just kind of cooled down there towards the end. Them and Tampa Bay both. And, and well, uh, you think back to the very start of the season, Tampa Bay—the first thirty games. You know, just hardly yeah, unbeatable. I mean, yeah, I said, man, are these guys gonna have like a nine hundred winning percentage this year or what? Well, uh, maybe. Yeah, uh, it is what it is, and uh, we'll be off. And uh, I guess I'll support my Cowboys. I have yet to make up my mind if they're real or not. We'll see. Well, they, uh, they got a, oh, they got a, a game today. Man. It showed uh, Dak Prescott in the stands at <laughs> the Astros and Rangers game. Oh, I saw that, yep. So-and-so, I think Al Tuvey, the homer he hit, uh, Dak Prescott caught it, but he went to throw it back on the field, and somebody intercepted it. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, I cracked that. That was, that was classic. Yeah, he'll have, a, he'll have a, a good game, and then he'll have – interception for the next two or three games so i don't know if he's the guy or not well but he's like our fromber valdez is the good fromber or the bad fromber throwing uh showing up today you know you know you don't know yep. what you're gonna get yeah, yeah life's like a box of chocolates <laughs> it's like yeah it is it's like golf i mean all those guys are, have got the incredible talent level but it's what's between the ears that counts the way they is boils down to that play the game buddy it's all between yep. the ears Hey man, I'm gonna get off phone. I All just right, uh, want to well, say, hey, have man, a great somebody... week. I hope you kill a bunch of ducks tomorrow. I hope you I'm kill gonna, some. I'm gonna shoot one in the butt for sure. Uh, <laughs> it uh, if somebody wants to call you about getting up and, and uh, load yeah. the freezer on some catfish right now, how they get a hold of you, bud? Nine zero three three eight nine four one one seven. Gone fishing dot biz, and uh, we uh, 
I think we're in for a good fall winter. We'll see what happens. Catch up with you later, man. All right. Well, congratulations on your team. I didn't think I'd be <laughs> saying bet. that, but hey, it's, <laughs> it's, at least it's Texas. All right, bud. Thank, appreciate it, Mick. Bye-bye. Later, man. All right. That's Roy Simmons up on Wrestling Chambers. Great guy. All right. Uh, speaking of great guys, let's go to Guitar Dave. Check his pulse this morning. See if you got one. Dave, how's that? Uh, how's that pacemaker, pacemaker firing working? off? It's firing off good. My trolling motor, yeah, it's doing good. Hey, you know what? Uh, that duck calling stuff, I, I it crossed my mind. What was that old uh, question? Is it live or is it Memorex? You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's some of the coolest stuff that you could ever do. You know what I'm saying? And and no, it, it's a lot of fog out here right now. Uh, but I'm in the parking lot now. But uh, no, my brother PJ, man, he called me Friday, and you know he hunts with the—I uh, don't know where they're at hunting, but uh, uh, with a lot of police officers, and they're also fiddle players and guitar players, and and so he said, "Hey, I got you on speakerphone," and I could hear my cousin Carl Hopkins, you know, state champion multi times on fiddle in the background, and I, I and I and I said, "PJ, bring me some backstrap." And then when you when you need me to help you, and I know Belleville sausage is the best, but my brother he he does good. He's got his grinders and everything. We've been doing that since we were in second, third, fourth, fifth grade, you know, with my with my ancestors. And anyway, uh, Carl, he's like, if I can get him out of the deer camp, you know, and I said, put him in the ground blind and don't put him up where he's going to fall out. Remember when he broke <laughs> both of his wrists? Yeah. <laughs> And he had to play the fiddle backwards, yeah, you know, with two two casts on either arm, man, you know, and and you know that safety, 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 and and uh, I, you know what, I I crawled up in a deer, one of my cousin's deer stands when I was a kid, and just for some crazy reason, I thought to jump off there, man, and I sprained my ankle big time, and I didn't tell my mom, but we were up there at the farm. And I went in there and laid down, and it must have just been a stinger because then when I woke up, man, you know, the pain was gone. But And you can you can really get hurt and, you know, always use safety. Oh, safety, safety, safety. That's what I'm saying, you know. And Now, hey, real quick, uh, now, when, how do you – if you're crawling up in a tree stand, how would you get your gun up there? Unloaded and uh, – Well, yeah, you always want to crawl up in a blind or anywhere in the truck or whatever always have it breached or unloaded and uh i just throw it over my shoulder with a sling yes sir yeah just, hey uh, i got that have a good sling and crawl on up man hey i got a uh i got a guitar strap on my 12 gauge uh sawed off shotgun with that. uh it's a uh, <laughs> guitar a winchester. strap on the shotgun <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh, and uh so anyway so when i go out in the morning and uh you know, because it's dark, I go out there in the morning to the mailbox to check the mail, and I'll have it slung around me. Because remember, I told you that dudes tried to carjack me and everything, so I'm always right. prepared to meet the challenge now. You know, <laughs> and uh, hey, I tell you what, I I just want to wish everybody real good luck and safety out on their hunting trips and fishing trips too. You know, everywhere and and just uh, you know, keep in mind, uh, watch out for the other guy and 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 help. You know. Yes. But I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, help out. Oh, another thing, don't be afraid if you go, like, to Tech City Dyke or something and you see somebody fishing, don't be afraid to kind of go over there and say, hey, man, how are you doing this or this? Because 99% of the time, 
those uh, people that are out there, they're going to help you on how what the technique is, you know, to do this and do that and that and this, you know. So, I mean, don't be afraid to ask ask uh, somebody out there uh, to help you out some. And, and then, you know, hey, oh, wait, one more thing. I went to the St. Pius football game Friday night. And, man, you got so many people probably listening right now. But uh, I tell you what, uh, I had a, I had a real good time, and I was wearing my uh, St. Pius uh, jacket, man, with all my three state championships and district patches on there. And I was on the other side of the glass when the other team was over there. You know how they're bouncing around and they're uh-huh. fixing to go out? Yeah. And I, I, I saluted them, and then I showed them my patches, and, and then uh, they were all pointing at me. Man, look at that. <laughs> like, what the heck? Hopefully I psyched them out, you know. <laughs> so like but anyway, I don't know, man. You never know. That's like, uh, real quick, uh, James Mature told me, if you're at a fiddle contest and, and, and that fiddler, you go up to him and tell him, hey, you know that one part on Sally Johnson when you do that one part, it's kind of diddly, diddly, diddly. You need to work on that a little bit. And then every time when they get up there on stage, they'll mess it up, man, because it psychs you out, man. You know? So, yeah. Uh, well, you know what I'm talking about. I got you. And, but, I understand. Yeah. Hey, hey, well, I'm going to get on out of here. Yeah, hey, well, that's pressure. it, man. Hey, you know what? In, in, in a lot of the times, for me, uh, like all the times that we played and stuff, you know, and everything, I'm I'm jumping around like a, a worm on a hot rock, you know. And, and, and But then once we get up here and you hit that first note, everything's good. You know what I mean? But you're trying to get everything together and get up here. Like y'all do all y'all's fishing equipment or hunting equipment. You're all, uh, you know, and then once you get out there, I mean, golly, you know, it's it's just, especially when you get out into the real world, you know, uh, in the out in the country, in the woods, or on the lake somewhere. Oh, and then you see, like, bald eagles. Did you see them two bald eagles that got hooked up and they had to throw a, a, a firefighter's uh, uniform yeah. over or a jacket? Yeah. yeah, and they untangled them. Man, you know, but. You know, and then and then uh, bald eagles—they're not born with the white head. Because remember, I worked—I no, volunteered at the zoo, and they're brown. But hey, I tell you what—even that young one, when I went in there to looking at him, man, his claws were bigger than my hand. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, and he wasn't even—he wasn't even. Yeah, he wasn't even grown yet. You know, and I'm like, wow. But you know, uh, man, a lot of strength got, and that grip yeah, from uh, him too. Hey, and, and and for two. Uh, Adults to get hooked up together. I mean, I don't know, but uh, that that's man, that's a lot of power right there. They'll, they'll pick you. up. They'll pick up a small dog or a squirrel or something like that. No doubt. Yeah. All right, Dave. All right. I gotta. I, can, I gotta hit a small right break here. here. The end of the show. All right. All right. <laughs> I gotta all right. go. Hey, hey. All right. Got you, Gus. All right. Bye. Later. Oh, I had a listener text, wanted to hear the remainder of that story. We were, when Bink and I were talking, the duck hunting interrupted it, which is good. But, uh, no, when the, that guy uh, said, hey, me your calls, I want to, I want to tune that, uh, highball call for you. Well, he opened it up and pulled the reed out and threw it away and then stuck the call back together and handed it back to him. And that guy started blowing up, blowing on it and nothing came out of it. And he looked down at his customer and said, that's perfect. <laughs> anyway all right unfortunately we're out of time we'll be back next week thursday morning bright and early 4 a.m right here at sports radio 610 kilt houston 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 